So we're back. Three scoundrels in a cantina. Myself, minus Logan. minus minus a chief tonight. Yeah, mine. Yeah, a big a big chief. A Chiefs fan. Chiefs fan. He's a uh, Bob's off watching the game. So Avant and I are going to keep the show on lockdown, bringing you all the Swigo news and what's going on. We've got a couple. We've got some interesting topics for this evening. In fact, why don't mm-hmm. we why don't we dive right into the right into the news like. There's some sort of bizarre post that happened. Yes, uh, it it's apparently drops, 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 drops. Welcome to cryptic messages from Meathead. Can we get like some straightforward news, dude? <laughs> I literally read that like five minutes ago and was just kind of like, "What in God's name is this? Like, what, what is?" I mean, did he have like a seizure? Did he just type the same thing? So, I mean, obviously there's a message there, but I don't. Maybe he has hotkeys. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, uh, like if all of the news is Leia is now accelerated farmable, um, like why add the rest of it? Like just, just give it to us how it is. Like, I don't know why it has to be like that. I, yeah, I'm not sure what the whole drops, drops, drops thing is. I'm, I'm not, I'm not getting that. It is good news though because now it's going to be faster for you to get Boosh, which will help with anyone going for Java. For Java, and, yeah, and yeah. or Leia, right? Because she's also a Leia requirement. And the Leia requirements just weren't that steep. No, just the marquees. That's well. Steep, as in, I think the relic requirements are forgiving, but monetary. So, it's one of the. So I know Bone, Bones isn't Bones isn't here, so I'm gonna put on the honorary Bones tin foil hat. Oh. And uh, do we think that drops, drops, drops means we will be getting uh, additive drops for the last two marquee tunes, Scout Trooper and? Drogan. Personally, I'd be annoyed if they did, but it's a <laughs> it's a possibility. I, I would be a little annoyed, though. A little I'm, I could understand why you would be annoyed. <laughs> um, I I honestly I don't think they'll do it. I think it was uncharacteristic of them to do it with Captain Rex and Nisa. And I don't think they're going to do it with Scout Trooper and Drogan. I just don't see no, that. No, I, I think they did their double drops. They gave an opportunity for players to grab some shards of those tunes. And that was it. The rest of yeah. it is. And you'd said off air right before the quarter, which pretty much where we think this is going to drop. Yeah, so tell, tell, tell the viewers like your your uh, theory on, on GL Leia, like, why, why? Why do you think uh, in a couple weeks? That's what you said, right? A couple weeks. Well, I think if I remember when Jabba was released, it was towards the end of September. So, I mean, we're in that time frame. It's a new GL that is attached to a raid, mm-hmm. and I think this is the. I think there's a good possibility of this is what the new trend is going to be. Also, GL raid, GL raid, because they did say at one point. 
the raid cycle will be what eight to nine months they could make that a year especially yeah. around anniversary time yeah and then make the new gl go into the the new raid exactly but i still think leia is released this month with within at, le- at least at least within the next two weeks I will agree with you that she will be released before the end of the month. I don't know. Today is the 7th, so we don't have much of the month left. But it makes sense that they would do it before the quarter ends. Um, and also, like they, they released Jabba before all of the characters were node farmable. So they did. They did. I th- I think they will do the same thing with with uh, GL Leia. I don't think all of the characters will be fully farmable. They might be in shipments. Like I wouldn't be surprised if we get Nisa. I- I'm kind of surprised Nisa is not farmable yet. She's um, got to be close within the next update. Would I, I would to. think I would think next week at the latest. But then you still have Scout Trooper and Drogon. So I'll bet you Drogon goes to shipments. And then they put, like, maybe they'll put Drogon and Scout Trooper and Shipments at the same time, like, off Cadence, and and then release Leia. I don't know. That all seems kind of rushed to me, but I feel like they're they're going to drop her before the end of the month. I do definitely think before the end of the month. I just, I don't know when. I mean, obviously, if you're going to want this GL, that means you've spent some money. Because that's the only way, because it's behind four marquees. So, yeah. That's that's the hard part. I mean, a lot of the other tunes people had. Four Relic relic 7 marquees at that. So, once you get them to seven stars, you got to go straight to R7. So, you're either hoarding signal data and uh, materials for rel- um, from the scavenger, or you're buying packs. <laughs> uh, it's just it's it, it is it's a tough proposition. Like the the place I'm in is I could I could go for Leia, I could probably do Malakos, but if Jedi Cal hits this month, that's just something I wouldn't be able to do. I'm ready, ready for. I just okay. I can't pre tunes the relic eight. That's that's just ridiculously expensive. I mean, you can. You're just gonna have to, to dig into the wallet a little bit, right? No, I'm choosing not because I'm. No, that's digging into the wallet a little more than I deem is necessary. <laughs> um, a little too much. My yacht ain't that big. It's big, but it ain't that big. So let's see. Jedi Knight Cal Kestis. His event. I'm trying to look for it on swigga.gg. I want to see it because I feel like it's been almost three, almost three months, right? I thought it would be sometime this month, to be honest. If not this month, next month. But even then, it's too late. Okay, so if you pull up Swigga events, it says June 29th, so 70 days ago. So basically, like the end of the month. Yeah. So maybe we maybe we get Cal at the end of the month, and then they release 
Leia at the same time just to like make people choose in case you're like panicked or need to rush it a little bit. I don't know. Personally, I'm I know I'm not ready for Geo Leia, so I don't really care. I, I'm gonna gear up Malikos. I'm I was gonna, gonna say t- you're yeah, you're not Geo Leia ready. So out of I, those two, out of Malikos or <laughs> Jedi Cal, who would you put priority on? Me personally, I'm gonna take Jedi Cal to Relic Seven ASAP. Because he will counter Malgus and GAC. It's such a pain in the ass not having that. It really is. So oh, such a pain I, in the ass. I, I did. I did watch Arnold's video that he put out. Like I don't know, less than a week ago. It was basically like the end of an era. Malgus will no longer be on defense. Like you'll slowly see him start to wither away on defense because. Yeah, the- I did. I I saw that video too. I, I I didn't watch the whole thing, but I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. It is. It's uh I mean Jedi Cal decimates Malgus. And you don't have to use a GL. It's it's great off I'll call it off meta, but it's not really off meta because Jedi Cal is good. That's why I don't feel like I'm gonna be able to make a decision. Like I'm gonna get Malikos at seven star, but I don't know if I'm gonna put him much past relic one. I want to. I want to see some footage. I want to see what he does before Mal- Malikos. Yeah, I want to see how effective he may be. Because Jedi Cal, that is, that's a given. We've already got results. We've got stats for that. We know what it does. Oh yeah. I don't know what Malikos does yet. Looks good on paper, but CG has released other things that look good on paper, and then we play with them and go, oh shit. Hala Ben Solo. Well, he's and then they t- then they tuned him the way he was supposed to be tuned because he shocker was bugged and on paper Malikos looks like he is gonna just stack up his I can't remember the name of it like hatred something not hatred that's scion madness or something or- madness manifested that's what it is he's gonna stack that up and he's just gonna. Translate, yeah. I feel like he's going to stack that up and just slap someone and like it will look like an insta-kill because I think his damage is going to be crazy. I know we talked about that last episode. What do you, what do you think? Just to kind of uh, hit that real quick. Is Malikos going to go with Seer or is he attached to Maul? Seer. I think so. he, he he will go with Seer, but if if you want to make the ultimate Ufu squad, then you take Maul and you put Maul in the Ufu squad. Then you basically just use Lord Lord Vader to offensively eliminate something. Correct. Yeah. Which isn't bad. It's not a, it's not a bad thing. It's going to beat most stuff. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Decent empire or Sith around him, he'll do some work on his own. You just gotta survive long enough for him to ramp up, right? Um. So, so yeah, I'll be I'll be doing Jedi Cal first 
but I, I will be doing Seer and Malakos because right now, um, like my Ufu squad, I have at relics, but I'm just not like I don't have them at relic levels. Like Seer Junda is three, relic three. Um, Ahsoka Tano Fulcrum, I took her to relic zero. Um, just because I, I, I took them up to relics while I was working on the GL layer requirements. So I have all of the GL layer requirements done and at their relic levels with the exception of the four marquees. I'm not going to lie. I'm looking forward to this next set of 5e5 with these offense and uh, armor penetration datacrons with Ahsoka Tinnel Fulcrum. <laughs> I'm kind of looking forward to that. I I am scared if I have to face one of them because I'll tell you my my relic zero fulcrum just kind of lightly taps people, but a relic eight fulcrum sounds uh, scary. Mine, mine's only at seven. I've debated putting her to eight, but I paused on that after reading Malakos's kick. So I'm like, am I? Am I really going to need that? Is that an investment on a relegate that I would have put into? Is that really going to move the needle that much more? So I thought about it, but... Uh, and Fulcrum does physical damage, unlike some of the, the lightsaber characters. So the, the defense penetration is an armor penetration. It's armor pen, right? In the set? Yes. Yeah, yep. so armor pen is for physical damage characters, so... So Fulcrum will, will benefit from that. You are you giving Malakos three Omicrons? I am. Oof. He'll be he'll be my first three Omicron character. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit on him for a week, like just to be sure, because o Omicrons are so valuable. Like I want to make sure that he looks as good in person as he does on paper. Because if he performs the way he appears he's going to, I will give him all three Omicrons. So you're going to wait. You're not going to slap him on the second you get him? No, I never do it right away. Um, ju just in case the character, like, if the character looks really awesome and then, like, they're not playtested the way they should have been and they underperform, I don't want to waste 20 Omicron mats. Well, the other thing that sucks, too, is that we're not going to really know the potential of this tune until we see some GAC footage. That's true. So you're, you're, dropping, you're dropping 60 of those things. I, I, I want to see some results. I mean, that if yeah. you're dropping all three, do you I mean, how many do you have? I mean, I have. Four. <laughs> I, I'm still hesitant on putting three on one character right now. So he, here's where I'm at. I have 80 mats and, and okay. I. Yeah, four four Omicron abilities, and I want to put three on Malakos. I also want to put one on Captain Rex. My problem is, oh, dude, Captain Rex is that's a dirty one. So, that so here, here, here's my dilemma. Okay, consider that one. I have Captain Rex. I have Malakos incoming, and I have uh, Marin and Asajj that I want to do. So I'm like I'm I'm really torn about that because uh, like I want to do Marin and Asajj 
but I know there's one month left of that Datacron and then it's gone. And I don't know how they're going to be. And I don't want them to just be like, like a kind of good GAC team, you know? I would, I, I just don't know even, I don't think I could ever relic up a character if I knew their prime success was due to a Datacron. I, I just, that's, that's a temporary investment. It's, so on on this week in Swigo, Avant Docs finally beat Challenge Tier Three of Secrets and Shadows. <laughs> no shit, you did. And I did it with Relic Seven Daka, and then Relic Five Marin, Relic Five Asage, Relic Five Talzin, Relic Five Zombie. And I two-starred the event because Nihilus killed two people in the final wave. So I have to freaking beat that event again. <laughs> those are those are not fun. Those are uh listen to I, I think I played it for an hour just to get the right RNG so that Sidious didn't just murder everyone over and over and over. So stupid. That AoE he does. I wish he did that for us. Mm-hmm. I have him at Relic 7. He does not do that. <laughs> no. No. In fact, he's not even like a little bit evil in game. He like maybe puts on a healing immunity. Yeah, that's really it. That's kind of all he does. It kind of would be nice if they reworked his kit a little bit, almost like Tarkin's kit. You know how Tarkin, like, if you just like keep building until he does his AoE. Like you can stack the the damage that his AOE does. Like if you could do that with Sidious, where you basic over and over and over again, and then use his special where he does his like little swirl attack, and it does a lot more damage. And it like like stacks the damage so that it's almost like the event. Like obviously not to that magnitude because he just kills everyone. <laughs> he, he's one Sith in the lineup that just doesn't really. Do anything like you plug him in every now and again. I mean, it, it just he doesn't do anything. Bones would like to call those types of characters meat shields. <laughs> he would too. Oh, bones, meat shield. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like uh, playing TB sometimes. It's just meat shields. Mm-hmm. Everything gets shot and killed and. That's the way it is. So with Leia, so yeah, that um, back to that. I again, I definitely think before the end of this month, Cal could probably hit two. We got Malikos here in what nine days? Uh, next it'll be Monday. No, no, not nine days. Uh, a little bit more. Uh, ten days? Yeah, ten, ten or eleven days. Yeah, eleven days because we're three days into into the current conquest. <clears throat> so let's hit uh, let's hit that up for a second. Uh, how are you doing this this last conquest from Malakos? Doing good. I I mean my it's the third go around, right? So you kind of get into the groove and figure out what to do. Um, I got some my good data disk set up going um, with the amplify agony and. Um. Oh shoot! What's the name of the other one? Volatile accelerator. Accelerator. 
Yeah, and uh, I got a Perseverance disc too, which is like when you attack out of turn, then they oh, attack the again. Perseverance one is nice. Yeah. Yeah, and so uh, I'm currently I have I have one more um, 50 refresh to do today. I only ever do the 50 refreshes, and and that gets me the red crate. Um, I have one more 50 refresh to do, and I am currently in sector four. And I've passed the the mini boss in the center. So um, my, my approach with conquest is always like, like I want to rush to the end, but I've found that like once I, I rush through like sector two so I can get some good data disks and then I start hammering out the global feats because... 40 feats is just stupid and it like makes it easier like then i don't have to like wake up in the morning to do battles and then do battles at night like i i if i start to hammer away some of those 40 feet global glo global feats earlier then i can like enjoy my life more and not grind conquests as much i know that sounds so stupid with 40s i generally like at the minimal i try to do three a day yes three four a day somewhere in there i try not to you know and when you build out the right discs you just go to the sector one datacron node put your phoenix in hit auto and they kill everyone put your wookies in and then i don't auto with my wookies but i i control it and it like it's over fast right so you just have to do the battles and I, and then you have 40 with Malgus surviving and 40 with full clones. Mm -hmm. So I just do the clone battles as I'm going along. If I see a team that I can bad batch and I do a team that I can five Oh first and put Cody in there. Um, and then I also will do my my Sith Empire Malgus attacks as I'm going, like when I find good good teams that I can beat with them. Um, yeah, I, I play pretty smart, so I'm I'm doing as I have done in the past too. So I'm I'm doing all right, and I'm collecting datacrons. I've almost maxed out um, the number of datacrons. This time, instead of focusing on collecting more and more datacrons i've been leveling them up and i have like quite a bit of level six datacrons and i, I only have two level nines right now as but long I, as you stay away from accuracy and shit like that these stats ugh. are good i know the accuracy is relentless isn't it i've sold so many datacrons because of those <laughs> it's like always the first one or the second one in accuracy you're like oh for christ's sake I I'm at so the I, sell them. I am more concerned if I get a level three that I don't want than if I get an accuracy roll in the first two, because the first two, the stats are not that high. Like the percentage that you get, I'm more mad in the later ones if you get accuracy. Like if your level seven or eight is an <laughs> accuracy roll and you're like, oh, cool. 20% accuracy. Yeah. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, exactly. Thanks. <laughs> Uh, no, those some of those secondaries, um, outstanding. I mean, this next 5v5 is going to be filled with some teams that are just 
Jedi especially, that are just going to do some damage. Yeah, so I'm currently at 266 burritos out of the 630. Um, so I'm, I'm right kind of where I want to be. At this um, point, I just need to get the gold box, and then I'm just going to focus on making more data crowns. That's Yeah, getting the materials. Yep. What, what level nines did you go after this time? Oh. Like, oh. you probably have some level nines that you're not going to use the level nine ability that you just wanted to, like, do for stats because you got good stats on them. Well, I try to, uh, um, like, I, I try to do an excess of nines. That way, with the other material, yeah, I can manipulate the stats the way I want them. I mean, right. I have almost, like, Two of everything. Sweet. Yeah, I only have two level nines. I have a Cal Kestis and a uh, Qui-Gon Jinn. I didn't mean that to be a dick. I'm just saying. Like, No, no, no. I, no, I, I know that you... I, I, know that... Too. <laughs> I didn't say that to be a dick. Like, I, I know that you farm the Datacrons and the materials more than I do. I'm, I'm kind of enjoying my um, Qui-Gon Datacron I have, though. It's it's pretty good. Um, so uh, let me just back out of this and look at it through a different. Uh, there were some other uh, some other damn good content creators that were like, I'm going to be pushing over 16. I was like, holy shit, I only have 14. And they're like anywhere from 16 into the 20s. So my Qui-Gon Omicron is 21% offense. 60% crit damage and 72% armor pen. And then you get light side allies use a basic, they gain speed up. Um, Jedi allies have foresight, they deal 20% more damage, stacking max 100. And then the, obviously the Qui Gon ability. So offense, crit damage, and a good amount of armor pen. So I'm I'm pretty psyched about that. Actually, I don't know the art with the armor pen. I don't know like which of the characters do physical damage. Like, does Jedi Knight Anakin do physical damage? I want to say his yes, name. he does. Yeah. He does. He does physical. So he is gonna pop off. And then what about Cam? Cam is also physical damage. Yeah, so uh, you want armor pen for those because your characters are doing physical damage instead of special damage. Uh, the same with Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon is also physical, uh, except his special ability is special damage, which is weird. His basic is physical damage, though. Okay. But yeah, that, that Qui-Gon team... With the Qui-Gon Datacron is going to be kind of scary. Like I don't think, I, I don't think you're going to be able to bad batch it. I, I feel like, I, I feel like they're going to Anakin's going to pop his move and just wreck everyone. Well, well like I was just uh, looking at my uh, my Qui Qui-Gon Datacron. It's like it's well over. Um, I tailored it to have about 130 percent armor pen and a. 130% crit damage. Nice. So I yeah. tell that that way, you know, you take out Qui-Gon, you uh 
better be able to withstand the hit that's coming. You gonna die. <laughs> I could probably re-roll some of the stats on my Datacron. I might do that before GAC locks. But would you think that a team like that even might be more useful on offense? Like that's may not be perfect banners, but what do you think? Is that something you could take to just wipe something out if you need to? Um yeah, actually, uh, uh there was a squad I faced in GAC, and I was like, man, what in the world am I supposed to take against this? And GG, the two main counters were Gas or Qui-Gon Jinn. I'll have to look through the Discord server and see what it is. Yeah. I remember thinking, uh, oh, you know what it was? It was Captain Rex. Captain Rex with uh, Rex lead and fives. Well, Sorry, I also... I... No, go ahead. I feel like, I feel like Qui-Gon could be kind of like a cheeky counter to something that you face on defense that you're like, uh, I don't know what to do with that. And the AI just doesn't play Qui-Gon right. Right, they they attack everyone else, and then by the time they attack Qui Gon and kill him, you just have saved Anakin's AOE, and you're ready to just delete the whole squad. Yeah, there have been some times with this Datacron set in three v three where I I faced a Qui Gon team and I killed Qui Gon and Anakin smoked all three. Yeah, he and got I, mad. I had to two, I had to two shot it. Mm-hmm. Literally, it it. I I'm kind of at that that uh, turning point where Qui Gon is good on defense, but if your opponent is good and has like a well modded roster and their bad batch echo is fast, it doesn't make sense for you to put Qui Gon on defense. Even even that's getting tough though, because I'm starting to see some now some Qui Gons that are. Well over 300 speed. The rest of the team is over 300 speed, and with the yeah. bonus they're getting for the uh, Qui Gon lead and uh, what's his fucking name from the last TB? Cam. Cam. I think his unique adds as long as it's all Galactic Republic Jedi, they get another 30 speed. Yeah, plus so 30. That's a lot of speed, so it just it gets yeah. more difficult. I mean, it's getting to the point where you need to make your Bad Batch Echo have one of your fastest speed sets. Which, honestly, he might deserve. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a bad idea. I think at my last... I mean, I think my, uh, yeah, my Echo was 350, and I was like, okay, I'm happy with that. I've seen faster, but uh, yeah. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. So, all right, what 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 else we got going on? Should we? Uh... Oh damn! Now I'm getting hit with a thunderstorm. What else do we have? Um, so yeah, the Ahsoka show. Um, oh yeah, what characters do we want to see? And, and for for people listening, we will we will keep this uh, spoiler free. Like we'll say. We will talk about characters and such, but we'll keep plot arcs out of this so that if you have not yet watched any of the episodes, uh, 
it, it will be a spoiler free viewing. So, so please don't tune out because we're talking about Ahsoka and you haven't watched. We'll, we won't spoil anything. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll keep it pretty, pretty general. Fucking spoiler free. You've had two days. God I mean, me. odds are you're listening to a podcast of a couple people who play a Star Wars mobile game. You're you're probably already watched the show, and you maybe are like me, and you watched it twice this this week because it was that good. But I don't want to turn any listeners off. So if you haven't uh, watched it, we'll, so we'll just talk about characters. We'll we'll we'll, we'll stay spoiler free with plot lines, but we are going to talk about characters. There are, because there are definitely, I've watched every episode. It has been outstanding. The last episode in particular, we'll say nothing more about it. But there are, there are some characters that I would, I would like to see from this show in game. And I thought we'd, we'd give that a shout out. So also before, before we dive into this, I heard today Star Wars is releasing episode five into select movie theaters on Tuesday night next week. The Empire Strikes Back? No. Episode five of Ahsoka. So we just had episode four this week. They are going to release episode five into theatrical release, the fifth episode of Ahsoka in the theater. Okay. Which makes me think something large, something big is going to happen. Yes. Something very exciting. Like, why else would they hype people up to go watch episode five of eight in theater? Pretty cool. Yeah. No, I'd go along with that. Can somebody in chat? Say something in chat, even if you're going to be a smartass and say something. I'm just not sure if we're still on. <laughs> no, you kind of fizzed out for a second. I'm getting serious lightning around here. Oh, yeah? <clears throat> and Bob's not here. It looks like we're live. It's playing. It says yes, it's live. Okay. Yes. Uh, Master Luke says something, and three yeah, brothers says, push, push the I fucking want. button. That's what I want. Yeah, push, hey, everybody. Oh, no shit. Push the fucking button. And thank you for saying something. Appreciate that. All right. So we were. Characters. Which Ahsoka characters, characters do you want to see in game? All right. I'm, I'm going to go first on this because I've got to say it. I got to get it out of the way. Um, Mr. Ray Stevenson, who yes. was, was Balin. Um, again, God bless that man's soul. He did pass away shortly after the first season um, was done filming. Yeah. Um, holy shit. He was, it wasn't the greatest movie, but he was fun to watch in Punisher Warzone. Um, he was in another really good movie called Kill the Irishman. He played, I don't remember his name, but he was in th- some of the Thor movies. Yes, he was. Um, wasn't big, he? Big deal with the beard. Yeah, he was. So Ragnarok is like the end of the world, right? Yeah. Uh, he played. A, he was in that movie. Wasn't he in Ragnarok? Very. Someone, someone in chat. Ragnarok, I'm sure. 
Thankfully, but he was also in one and two. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yes. So Balin's goal is he passed inc- um, incredible. Yeah. I think what makes me the most sad about Balin Skull is that the fan reception for his character and Ray Stevenson's performance has been like so amazing. And he's not here to Someone see. Someone just said he was the voice of Gar in Clone Wars. Uh, no, Gar? I thought Gar Saxon was uh, voiced by. Um, John Favreau. I'm not sure. I uh fact you can fact check me on that if you want, or someone in chat. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Garth Saxon was voiced by John Favreau. We're guards, guards. So no, Um, that would be that would be my pick. It would be Ray Stevenson as Balin, and I think obviously it would have to be an unaligned force user. Yes. Absolutely. A, a, a dark side online force user, and if he comes into the game, of course you're going to need Shin Hati as well. Yeah. Um, and and I think they could do some really cool things with with both of them, just based on like their force abilities and how they have showed how powerful they are in the show. Um, and also. Maybe you could see like some some grayness to to Balin's goal just based on his character development, and I won't go any further into it than that. No, no, I know what you're saying. Uh, Jack Daniels in chat says Favreau was Paz Vizsla in Mando. Not sure if he was around for the cartoon. Um, let's see. Get to the bottom of this. Um, okay, so before I do that, I'll give give a recommendation. Um, I would love to see. Uh, oh God, I can't think of the guy's name. The droid, the the Jedi droid, Chopper. No, Chopper. Oh, um, I. Yeah, you got me too. Let's see, Gar Saxon, Clone Wars voice. It was it was uh, Ray Stevenson. That is correct. Ray Stevenson was the voice of Gar Saxon. So thank you for that, um, that little jewel and correction, Jack Daniels. And there it is. The eyes have it. Okay, uh, Hugh Yang is uh, the droid. Thanks to three brothers in chat for that. Um, I, I think he could be really cool. You could make him make him a droid and have droid synergy but also put him as like a support for Jedi characters, almost kind of like um, Hermit Yoda, where he gives out some kind of like training buff or something as yeah, he teaches, cool. teaches the Jedi, right? Like some kind of master training, not master training, but like Jedi lessons or something along that line. Uh, I think that would be pretty cool. Hugh, Hugh Yang's character is pretty awesome. Um, I won't spoil anything, but he has some some funny scenes of like comedic relief and also some combat scenes, which I was not ready for, which was pretty cool. No, it was absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I would say 
the next one, I, the way the show is going, and no fucking spoilers, but we need a new Sabine Red. Yeah, I mean, like an updated version of Sabine. Yeah, I, I, I think we'll, we'll leave your tags out just to keep things spoiler free to see what you think about Sabine and what she's doing. Um, uh, so so far in the show, I think the live action uh, portrayal of her has been pretty good too. Like, I do too. Damn, fuck, fucking spoilers! This shit sucks. Well, look, if we talked oh, about, always feel like you're gonna slip up. Like, you, there was that. Po- oh, shit. if we talk about the show, this podcast is gonna go for four hours because I could talk about the show forever. <laughs> Well, we don't have four hours, unfortunately. We we do not. We do not. Uh, okay. Um, so uh, another character that that I think would be good to bring in would be like, <clears throat> like maybe an updated version of Ahsoka, because I, I feel like Fulcrum's just not enough to represent what's what's happening right now. Like I feel like the version of Ahsoka Fulcrum in game is not on the same level of mastery of the current Ahsoka. Yeah. <clears throat> and, I mean, God, just, it's so good. It, her character, fans have generally loved her character, but I think this show is, like, really, really making me like her character more and more. And I know Rosario Dawson has got some negative criticism about her portrayal of Ahsoka and see I don't get that I feel like it's perfect because I I think Ahsoka is older now she's right she's so been through the, some shit she's more seasoned she's the, the, the criticism isn't is that she's not the like bubbly and like and that's not Ahsoka right energetic Ahsoka from the Clone Wars but if you look at Ahsoka from the last season of Clone Wars and Ahsoka from Rebels, she's much more um, patient and has like more of the like foresight and thought about things. She's more jet, more like a Jedi mm-hmm. than than just like a reckless Padawan, right? So I, I think that Rosario Dawson's acting of Ahsoka so far has been amazing. And I, I enjoy her like moments where she's very stoic and flat. And then like, she either cracks a joke or like goes against the grain or smirks. And I, I think that is like the core of Ahsoka, but now she's just like a little bit more seasoned. Right. Yeah. No, I would agree. It's, it's, Ugh. Yeah, and, and Blackfire in chat says she's a great actor. The performance is stoic because it's written that way. And I agree. I think she's being directed to act that way. And, like, I mean, the show could be written and acted, and some people will be like, oh, well, you know, I didn't like the way that she acted because that's not how Ahsoka is supposed to be. She's supposed to be like this. It's like the same people who are going to be mad gonna want rewrites and those people are gonna hate everything no matter what you do and that's the thing i mean you're gonna have critics for everything 
I mean, every tune that comes out in this game, every change, there's always someone that's not happy. And that's, it's unfortunate, it's the way of the world, but it's it's also reality. Like, things are going to happen and you're not going to like it. it. But that yeah. that happens with everything in-game, whatever happens in Star Wars. Personally, I've I've enjoyed this show immensely. I've enjoyed most of the uh, Star Wars shows, to be honest. That's one thing I have kept up on. Yeah, if you I think of, gotta, if you, th- I gotta fucking watch Rebels. It's it's on my list. Just probably won't be getting to it till about October. Don't worry, I will circle back to that topic when we're done with this. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, but, I know. but to finish to finish my thought on Ahsoka, Ahsoka has gone through. Watching Anakin fall to the dark side after she left the Jedi Order and watching Order 66 happen, watching the Empire take over, like, of course, she's going to be a little bit more cautious, a little bit more stoic, and she's going to, like, think things through before she makes decisions and, like, have a better idea of, like, what the big picture of... Like she'll be more in tune with the force and what she's supposed to be doing, right? So Darth Vader was riding around in a star destroyer looking for Jedi and slaughtering them. Yeah, she's gonna keep a low fucking profile. Yeah, exactly. Her master is running around the galaxy slaughtering the rest of her kind after some a traumatic war and the events that followed. So yeah. So not I, just her not just her master, but her friend, because they yeah. both disregarded the whole rule of attachment. <laughs> Did you, oh, hold on, and this this is not even mentioning a spoiler. Did you like the very end? Did that not give you goosebumps? Oh my god, yes. Oh. I, I was I watched that entire episode four on the edge of the couch, and at the end of the episode, I literally squeezed my knees in excitement because I was watching by myself. If I had a friend next to me, I would have been like. Oh, 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 oh. I know, and I just was like so hyped. I know my fiance was sitting next to me on the couch, and she's on her phone through the whole thing, and I just kept looking at her like, "Do you know what you're missing?" Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know that's that's the price. Okay, well, so I, who, she watches football every Sunday. So is a trade off. You got any other characters from the show that you think could could come in? Um, Dude, I'm going to butcher this name, but she was also, she fought Ahsoka in the Mando series, wherever that. Please, please butcher it, because I, I want to I wanna hear your butchery. I'm not doing it. It's, it's the chick that fought Ahsoka with a stick. <laughs> it's, it's Morgan Elsbeth. There we go. Okay, <laughs> okay so, so, so I think you can say what tag you think she's going to be, and that's, that's not too much of a spoiler. Yeah, no? I almost want to say Imperial Remnant. Okay. Do you you get that? Again, no spoilers. Fucking, you've had two days, people. She could also have another tag that that would fit her into a faction nicely. But I, I think Imperial Remnant. So, like, a lot of the dark side characters are going to be, like, Balin and Hati will be unaligned force users. And pretty much all the other dark side characters are going to be Imperial Remnant. Right? Like, my next character would be the HK assassin droids, but the 
uh, remnant version of them instead of the old Republic version. And give them like the electro staff and the rifle. I would like that. I, I, I would. I've, and I am. I've I've got to get my head out of my ass and watch the Rebel show. And I, the more I watch this and with what's going on in game, it, it does. It makes me want to watch that more. But um, I would say that's that would be it. But I I think uh, CG has three, maybe four, good characters that they could add in game. I mean, how many? Um, as of right now, I mean, there's there's half the season left. They, there could be more characters that come out that that are worthy of entrance. How many tunes do we have in online force users right now? Mm, a good amount. The problem is a lot of them are used. Like CLS is a ufu. Um, Kylo Ren unmasked is an ufu. Kylo Ren. Uh, aren't. Ray and, are raids liquor also UFOs? Yep. yep, even the legends. So, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I feel like online force user is like one of those tags that they could just keep building and building, and you just have excess of them, and it's fine. Right now, if I'm doing my count right, and somebody correct me, maybe one one off. It's twenty four. Which compared to scoundrels is not that bad. Yeah, that's true. Compared to Jedi or Sith, I don't think that's com- that's comparable. So, again, I think CG has a crop of three, maybe four good characters that they could add for other. You are you are right with unaligned forces. A lot of these, a lot of these tunes have teams, have places they're in. I mean, obviously, all the Inquisitors, Ray. Supreme Leader Kylo, Maul, mm-hmm. Kylo Ren, Ren on Mast is, he's one of those tunes that you could actually really just put almost anywhere. Yeah. Well, it depends who your slicker squad is, right? Yeah, he works well on a seer team. Yeah. So that's where I'm going to put mine, uh, is put my crew into uh, the Ufu squad. Because I've been using Night Sisters with Slicker. Um, but I have Marin at Relic 5. Considering taking her to Relic 7 for the Datacron. But I don't know if I want to or not. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure yet. I haven't decided. <clears throat> but I, I mean, that's, I, that's pretty I, much it for the Ahsoka characters so far that I want to see in game. But there could be a couple more. Like you're you're living under a rock if you haven't watched the trailer for the show. Like we all know Thrawn is coming. Um and the question is are they gonna release another Thrawn? Is there gonna be a GL Thrawn? Hold it, on. It, I I I'm so <clears throat> glad you brought that up because I have a theory. So the next tune, like like how Afro Jedi Cal was. Mm-hmm. We already know who the next conquest tune is, right? Yeah, Beskar Mando or Beskar Gideon. So that's probably going to get an Imperial Remnant tag. Yeah, we just got Scout Trooper, right? Mm-hmm. Same tag. Yep. What if the next character that fit the category of Afra and you know was a new Thrawn? 
that would require the new Beskar Gideon and Scout Trooper and maybe another marquee down the road. Yeah. Like an HK Imperial Remnant? Yeah. And really making like a nasty Imperial Remnant team. I would be down for that. That would be really cool. Because I think the Remnant faction has always been like half done. And I feel like they have something ready for us. I'm one of the things so too. I mean, unless this Conquest Gideon tune comes out and it, it's, le- I mean, obviously we know the trend. It's going to be three Omicrons deep. So, but if it's TW, <laughs> are, are you really going to want it? Hmm. No. <laughs> no. No, you're not. No, unless that's. Unless they make TW more exciting. Like, more enjoyable. Not, like, 50 squads per zone. Like, make make TW... We talked about this a couple weeks ago, but, like... I don't know. Spice TW up a little bit. The, the daunting task of 50 squads per zone is just too much. I, it's, I just It's stale. It's the same thing. You, you set your teams on defense. You wake up one day. You look at it. You pay attention to it for a half hour, 40 minutes. Do some attacks. Do what you can. And that it, it's, it's a chore. It's, rework it and put Relic 10 into it and call it a day. And like, like make, make it more engaging, more enjoyable. Like, I don't know. I, it's just stupid right now. 13 7 Kansas City, 34 left, 34 seconds left to go in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. Two touchdown passes from Pat Mahomes and a I touchdown, know, even a touchdown pass to Amon Ross St. Brown, if you're watching fantasy. My fiance was talking shit to me after she got it on her phone and Kelsey wasn't playing. He goes, Oh, you picked the Chiefs. So I'm like, Yeah, I'm going to stick with that pick, too. So why? <laughs> Because the Chiefs and Arrowhead after they won the Super Bowl. Still got a half football left. I did talk some shit about them in our first NFL podcast, though. Because the Lions will do what the Lions always do, and that's try to win but lose by a touchdown. I think the Lions have a good shot of winning that division. Anyway, I'm not going to get into the football rant. Um, so those were, yeah, that was all the uh, the Ahsoka tune. So um, there was something with thrift shopping that I brought up to you that is a problem I've been noticing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, so, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Take that one away. Because now it's I'm looking at the, these numbers going, wait a minute, what's happening here? So in this week's episode of thrift shopping, we're going to talk about uh, like Logan had mentioned that he's like short on credits to buy mods from the store. <laughs> And I think a large part of this comes from people not getting credits from raid rewards like we used to. You used to get credits for every pit raid, every tank raid, and every Sith raid. And so it either gets simmed or you would beat the Sith raid and then get your credits, right? I don't know if we got them for... We might have even got them for the challenge Rancor. I honestly can't remember. Um but you're not getting those credits. So people's credit stashes have been dwindling and most top end players use credits and ship credits to buy mods in the mod store. And that's probably the best way to spend your credits. 
Um, also, you're going to spend credits leveling up your mods. Uh, you'll get a little bit back when you sell them, but if you're buying mods and leveling them up, you're, you're going to spend credits. And so if you have your characters all at, at level 85, you should be spending your credits on new mods and leveling up mods. Don't hoard your credits to get 2 billion credits. If you die tomorrow, you get nothing for those 2 billion credits. <laughs> You're, you are 0% cooler for having 2 billion credits. So freaking spend them. <laughs> and so I, I was also feeling this pinch of, of having less and less credits. And so I don't know what your like amount is, but there's like an amount of credits that I like to keep. And then I spend the rest. I'm at 35.2 million. Okay. So you are way lower than I have this weird fear that CG is going to increase the level from 85 to something else. And I want more than a hundred million credits. You ain't lying. I've thought that very thing, but I don't know what it is. I, I mean, I, I've, I've eliminated my, my mod farming temporarily. Is I'm and, noticing, and I don't know if that's from gearing up to. I mean, is that gearing up tunes, relicking up tunes? I just it's credits. I, it was something so I never paid attention to. Every marquee takes just a little over six million credits to go from level one to level eighty-five, and then you need to spend credits like to craft gear pieces and put the gear pieces on. So it will, you'll spend a little bit more. But you need at least 6 million credits to take them from level 1 to level 85. Fuck, mod management takes credits, too. And mod management. And so what I've been doing, my, my numbers that I keep for, for credits, I keep at least 300 million in the credits and at least 20 million in the fleet credits. I feel like that, mod management should be free. It should be, but it's like, not. Why haven't we stopped this nonsense yet? I don't know. Take that up with Meathead. <laughs> I just, drop, 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 drop. But I keep 300 million credits and I keep 20 million fleet credits. And the reason I do that is in case I need to gear up multiple marquees if they increase the cap, uh, the level cap from 85 to whatever. I'll have at least some credits. And then I keep at least 20 million in case they drop a new ship and a new capital ship. So I can take it up and not be fleet poor. And then I, I spend the rest on buying purple and gold mods and leveling them up and either selling them if they suck or putting them on characters if they're good. That is true. All those goddamn ships were expensive. And so the way to increase your your actual credits is through the guild activity store. And every refresh, you have MK1 tokens. You have to scroll a little bit. You just go down, go past all of the keypads, the detectors, the Java scavenger materials, and then you have your your gold pieces, some purple pieces, your gold pieces, and then you have Rolo, Probe Droid, Gas, Malik, and then you have credits. You Are can you buy talking, a mil- talking about the guild store? Yeah, the guild activity store. 
you can buy 1 million credits for 625 MK1 raid tokens. Sure. So I buy those literally every refresh because it boosts my my credits. And it, so there's there's two squares where you can buy credits. It's not always the credits. Sometimes it's the fleet credits. Um, <clears throat> but I, I generally will buy both of them. And then I'll I'll keep my MK1s around like 22,000 out of, or sorry, 20,000 out of the 30,000 that you can have. And I'll just keep buying credits and credits. And then if I need to buy purple gear with, uh, with the MK1 raid tokens, I'll do that. But I, I always spend the MK1 raid tokens on, on credits or fleet credits. Well, I'm a fucking idiot. I didn't... <laughs> Well, that's why you asked me, so I could, so I could school you. <laughs> well, you did, you did too. Son of a bitch, look at that. It's just something that up until like recently, I never really thought of. It's like I was always sitting at such a high amount that it was just, uh, it was just something I never really paid attention to. Okay, so I'm catching up with chat, and people are <clears throat> saying like where where their caps are at. Crafting way says fifty million is where I hang out. Okay. Um, three bros okay. said I went from two hundred million to ninety million modding oh. last month. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, dude! You were busy. Uh, crafting way is fifty million credits, thirty million ship credits. Um, but yeah, like uh, I encourage people to keep some because if they release a bunch of marquees, like you want to have credits. But do also, buy, do you ever just buy keep- mods from the store? Oh yeah, like I do. I I take chances. I I see a mod that already has a secondary at plus five. I buy it and roll the dice and see, pray to God. <laughs> if it's a purple or gold mod, and it's a set that is desirable with a desirable primary stat, I will buy it. And if buy- it is, <sighs> if yeah, it's des- I- if it's a desirable primary and it has good secondaries plus speed. And it's not a five speed, but it's a four speed. But the other secondaries are good. I will still chance it on the four speed. Four, that's true, because that could roll out to like 17, 18. That's not bad. If it's a three speed, no. Disregard. Yeah. Because that'll I, I generally will buy mods every day. And I'm cycling through selling mods, leveling mods, putting new mods on. Uh, yeah, always, always going through mods. And I get to the cap, and then I, I'm like, ah, damn it, I got to purge. I'll sell 20 of them, and then I'll buy some more. And then, like, a Java scoundrel event will come, and I'll get 12 more mods. And Yeah. Just, I, uh, if, if I'm overloaded, I'll sell a bunch of health mods, because usually you have more health mods than the other ones. And And so in the store, I try to buy... We, we've covered this in other episodes. I try to buy more like offense set mods, um, crit damage, defense. Um, if it's a potency mod with a potency primary cross or a tenacity mod with a tenacity primary cross, I will buy those for sure. If there's a speed secondary. Well, again, that I mean, that's those are the same kind of categories that that I go after. It's just, it's, 
it's weird. I've there's been times that I've played this game where I've I've gotten a character and I need a specific mod and I don't have it. So I've kind of gotten into the habit that no matter what it is, if it has a plus five on it, I'm rolling the dice. So I I was was not very frugal with my crits. And, and so there there's a comment in chat that is a really good comment. I'm gonna butcher your name, but it's Snorquist. Uh, but they, they ask, would it really hurt to increase the cadence of Credit Heist and also add some ship currency to that event? Ship currency is a real pain in the ass to accumulate. And so think, yeah. you and I are, are both very endgame. And so if you're not, I can imagine the grind for those is just crazy. Ship and you're not, buying, you're not buying mods because you're just leveling everyone up, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a great compromise. And I think CG could probably do something with that. I don't know if they're looking into it or not. I've, always, good felt, idea. Yeah, I've always felt that credit heist should come a little, you know, come around more often as well. It's like rare when you what is it, once a month? Once I remember a credit heist when I first started playing. Every time it came around, yes, credits. I need credits so bad. <laughs> I know, like I, I stopped doing a higher score in you know, because the goddamn raid happened so much and I changed mods around for the raid on the regular. Mm -hmm. And it's I had to stop. I go in, I do Jabba, I get my two point seven million, and I call it a day. Yeah, I don't I don't swap mods. I, I know a lot of top end players. I don't buy hot utils and I just I don't care to swap mods, so I I don't. I don't buy hot utils either. I don't. I don't. I don't look down on anyone who does it because nope. it it makes sense to do it. But I just don't have the energy or the credits. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean, hearing what some of you know, a lot of what the credits you guys have, I'm sitting at thirty eight million. I'm kind of slightly panicking. Mm -hmm. What up, y'all? Oh, who's, who's oh, that? It's halftime. Yeah, it's halftime, and it's 14-7. He's feeling good. No, I'm not ex too excited. It's a game. That's for sure. It's a good game. Okay, um, so... But I'm, I'm hearing you guys about the credits, and, I mean, I have I have 60 million, but that's because I don't spend them on anything anymore. I have to really, um, you know, watch what I'm spending it on. Don't you upgrade mods? Oh yeah, I upgrade mods, I buy mods, and everything. But I, I hold back from doing that because, unless I unless I want to or need to, but I haven't, you know. But I'm I'm stingy on credits. Oh, uh, somebody in chat is uh is trying to sell us. What hot utils? Yeah. Yeah. You should, yeah I mean, I I would if I had the money. What to to the listener? And I I I I mean no disrespect. I don't. Maybe it's because I've never like seen a vi like I've never actually seen what it does and why it's worth my money. I don't. Maybe I just don't get it. Is it like you can change mods at the tap of a button? Is it that convenient? Yes, I mean, literally a tap like, of a button. You, you, it, it can remind your entire roster. I mean, yeah. yeah, I spent hundreds on this game, but I just feel like something outside of the game. I just. Ugh. It's a I think the point, spend too much. I think the point is someone who is computer oriented 
created a program to make your life easier and take time away from doing mindless things that don't need to be mindless that can just be done with a click of a button. And so they've created hot utils to make you spend less time in game and make things smooth and easy. And they charge you $10 a month for it. And the listener, it's a convenient. Said, yeah, and the listener just said that he was targeting me. His dollar, dollar. All right, another. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come swab the deck you want, but um, no, I'm I'm reading what he's what he's putting out. I, I appreciate it. I mean, I didn't. I mean, I I think Pico Burrito at one point tried to sell me on it, and I thought about it, and then it just kind of got data dumped, and I <laughs> I didn't think of it, and now I'm. I got somebody else giving me a fucking sales pitch. And also to all of our viewers, please bust our balls yeah, any please. and all the time. Like but, but if you feel obviously be respectful and tasteful, but no, please fuck with us. We appreciate it. I, I actually enjoy it. <laughs> Just be prepared. If I say something back to you that you may not like, because it, it could potentially happen. No, I'm kidding. Maybe. Is Bob and still so, here? Is it still halftime? Bob left to go watch a fucking halftime commercial. Bob, I was really hoping he'd be around for me explaining what the world between worlds is because oh, that's right. I've, I've, ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'm going to be taught a lesson. I've been taught a lesson about credits already, so now I'm going to get taught a lesson about whatever the hell this is. So we're, we're just. Uh, Let's see if Bob Bob comes back. Um, real real quick, I did want to hit up. We do have five e five coming up. What are you? Because you know you're 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 playing near the end. What teams are you looking at? What datacrons? See, seeing as how you have more of them and more level sixes, what kind mm. of teams are you looking at offensively with this latest set that we're dealing with right now? Are have you seen any of the videos? Are you are you? I mean. I generally will watch Zareth's videos about the Datacron sets to figure out like which stats are good, which level threes you want, which level sixes you want. And then like, obviously you can decide which level nines you want to chase depending on your roster and who you have. I saw Um, Phoenix beat Lord Vader with third sister on it. mm -hmm. Yep. I also saw saw Phoenix... Phoenix with Captain Rex beat Riva squads. Yep. And that excites me very much. <laughs> because, like, I don't know what your GACs are like in, in your bracket where you're at. Because you're a little bit above me. But, like, do I'm you not face seeing, defense? No, I'm not seeing Riva on defense at all. Because Everyone to is- me... She's she's an offensive character. It's offense. It's all offense. It dest- it destroys Jedi Knight Kenobi. So Jedi Master like Kenobi. It it's just it's an offensive powerhouse. I am facing Riva on defense because I do not have Riva, and people are like, "Oh, Why? this guy doesn't have that's what, this yeah. guy doesn't have Riva." So so he doesn't know how to beat Riva, and I'm like, "Put down your Treya, put put down the Treya trap, like." Put her down, and I'm gonna fucking delete her with Treya. Like, but, please do it. But can you admit 
when that happens, that still kind of sucks because it would have been nice to use fucking Treyas somewhere else. Yes, it would if have. You were bumping but... that other team in GAC. We're like, fuck, I wish I still had my Treya right now. I have. But we're, we're talking about a bunch of Inquisitors who are not that amazing, and you put them under third sister lead, and she can beat almost any squad in the game. But if you put her down, you can counter her with Captain Rex Phoenix or Treya with an Omicron. Like, to me, that devalues her on defense. Yeah, but and right you now... Should be- yeah, because of that. If people are still scouting, they're going to see a player that has Captain Rex and Relics and Phoenix and Relics, and they're, they're, they're like, nope, well, not doing that. Treya will go to offense. But that Captain Rex Phoenix in 5v5, if you have the right Datacron set that's doing damage and armor pen, you are going to you're gonna murk some shit. Yeah. I mean, the videos of that squad beating GLs is <laughs> crazy because they just keep... They keep stacking, and like somehow Lord Vader will kill Kanan, and you will still just wreck the rest of the team because they just do so much stacking damage. And it was almost it's like amazing. They're, they're, it's like their turn meter locked. It's like they don't get to take a turn. Yes, because they just keep and yeah. they keep gaining turn meter. And the only time they don't is when Lord Vader puts damage over time on them and stops the turn meter gain. And then they cleanse it, and they just rip through that squad. And that's and, with Maul. And then you've got the bonuses for uh, old, old Man Rex's Omicron. Plus, you've got the Datacron, where the if you've got the right one on a basic, you're getting speed up. And Because that's all that team is most. It's ba- I mean, everyone's assisting. Basic, basic, speed up, speed up. Yeah, so they all get plus like 25% speed. Whittled third sister down, killed her. She came back, whittled her down again. Killed her. Yeah. And it was just devastating. Absolutely like, devastating. You can you can in a Lord Vader squad with third sister and um Royal Guard, you can kill both of those tanks, then kill Maul, and then kill whoever the other Empire tune is. Like you can you can put two tanks in there with Lord Vader and still get through the whole team and get to Lord Vader and win. And uh, Crafting Way says in chat, Chopper reducing specials is chef's kiss. And yes, you need Chopper. You know, yeah, because... Chopper has to be on that team. That is true. Yep. <laughs> okay, so side tangent here. <laughs> One of my favorite discussions about about the the new Ahsoka show is how Chopper is a murdering menace. And what? people have... Okay, so... Like, Chopper is supposed to be a, like a maniacal droid and like a jokester, and he like slaps people with his little his little arms or whatever, right? I feel like whenever he, he makes a noise, he's telling everybody to fuck off. I'm literally okay, just so- to fuck off. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's literally just go fuck yourself. That's what that's what that means. Okay, go like go watch a video. Maybe I'll post a video in 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 the Discord server that is Please like do. I'll check it out. Please do. It 
it's it's going to be a video about the murder count for the number of people that Chopper has killed. <laughs> that makes it more that makes it more badass in my book. Okay, so it sounds really stupid, but it'll be like Chopper was supposed to dismantle the hyperdrive. Instead, Chopper blew the hyperdrive up and destroyed the Star Destroyer and killed everyone on board. He didn't have to do that, but he decided he was going to murder everyone on the ship. <laughs> that's uh, that's another interesting question that I'm sure, you know, some of the higher ends ask themselves, and I, I do too. Like, if, if Phoenix are here to stay, and this is a team that's really going to start doing some things with Datacrons, without maybe some tunes added in like what what are what do you think would be good candidates for relic seven out of all the all the phoenix in the game right now mm. obviously you have to have captain rex at seven but right. other than that like for instance all the rest of my phoenix are five all of them. i think they're, they're like fine five. i think they're fine at five uh, unless you want to take them to like relic eight for the mission in tb no, that doesn't. That doesn't. In, that doesn't. That, do, that, but, that doesn't excite me that much. <laughs> no, it does. I just kind of think in in the realm of like GAC, a relic eight Sabine Wren is going to hit and hurt a lot more than a relic five. I mean, yes, but they utilize Datacrons at relic five. And I'm also thinking a a Kanan at relic nine. Good lord, that, that'd be a thick boy. Kanan or Kanan? Kanan. You heard me right the first time. Mm, okay. Just, I had to clarify. Sorry. No, I, I, I've, I've been, I, I learned. I learned. I got caught. I learned. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. I, I think it depends what you're because there's certain lineups where the, the question with Captain Rex and the Phoenix is who do you leave out of the lineup? Right. And, and you'll see different strategy videos where, like, leave the Jedi out if you're going to face Reva because she has, like, anti-Jedi things in her kit. So you're going to leave out Ezra and Kanan and put in Sabine and um, Zeb along with like Chopper Ezra, and Hera. I almost feel like Ezra is left out and any off-meta counter that people are going to be looking at to use with Phoenix. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna circle back to chat for a second. Three Brothers says Chopper has killed over fifty thousand people. <laughs> what the? <fuck? laughs> I mean, are we then, talking about whole? As you know, as long as he's on the show, the motherfucker's gonna turn into Pol Pot. Like he's gonna murder like millions of people. Like what are we talking about here? Then he says from Twitter. Additional reminder that Chopper is a war criminal. A conscienceless entity of pure chaos that thrives on causing disorder, which he does with little or no preamble. The deadliest being in all of Star Wars canon. <laughs> all right. First of all, I just want to throw this out there. I'm sure everybody knows already. I have not watched Rebels. Not a second of it. It is on my list. I will get to it. I promise. Um, but what I've seen in... Obviously, the show so far I've loved, um, but I don't like what. Mm -hmm. Okay, so 
I my mistake earlier, I was saying that Dave Filoni voiced um Gar Saxon, which is untrue. Gar Saxon is voiced by the late um Ray Stevenson. Um guards, guards. John Favreau is the voice of Chopper. Really? Uh I'm pretty sure it's it's either him or uh Dave Filoni. One 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 of them is the voice of Chopper. But yeah, Chopper Chopper is a, a murderer. He's he's killed lots of people. So I'll, I'll, I'll have to dig up that video and put it in the Discord server for you and I'll tag you. Were they all bad? Uh, is murder ever good? <laughs> okay do you have anything else on this or do i need to explain the world between rules to you no no let's 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 go into that then we can go into uh viewer questions and all that because we we didn't have a lot of news this week it's yeah. basically stay the course whatever you're working on work on it whatever you're farming farm it uh listen to what avant said about credits i know i am now um so what is this weirdness that we're going to be discussing okay so jack daniels in chat says dave filoni is the in rebels he's also the voice of chopper in um in uh ahsoka as well okay okay so if you've watched rebels you know what the world between worlds is and if you have watched ahsoka you without getting into spoilers if you've watched if if you've watched if you've watched the uh like the previews the the episode previews and the trailers for Ahsoka the images in the trailers suggest that the world between worlds will be some part of the Ahsoka show and to the average viewer that has not watched lots of these animated shows this guy like, right here this guy like i don't think you need to watch all of clone wars animated to watch ahsoka but watch some clone wars that i've watched i have watched a, a a decent little chunk of that it helps to to know that story but more importantly parts of rebels are very integral standing parts of ahsoka and you can watch different YouTube like recaps if you are lazy and don't want to watch all the shows. But I think season one of Rebels was a kid's show on, on Disney Plus or uh, like a Disney teen show or whatever. And then season two through season four of Rebels was more aimed at adults in the depth of the storytelling and the character development. And it was intended for kids but adults could watch too um if people feel differently about that please hit us up in the discord and tell me i'm a child and i will i will respect that <laughs> but i enjoyed watching rebels i enjoyed watching it with my daughter as well um but as an adult i also enjoyed watching rebels but one of the overarching things to take out of Star Wars Rebels, there's an episode where 
Ezra Bridger is from a planet called Lothal. And the Phoenix crew is on Lothal. Uh, if you haven't watched Rebels, I feel like I don't have to say spoiler alert, but Kanan Jarrus dies. He sacrifices himself to save the rest of the Phoenix squad. Well, I didn't know that. Yes. And he he does that. Uh, and you're not going to watch, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> And so later in another season, the Phoenix squad minus Kanan is on Lothal. And there is this mural on, on this big wall. And it is of the father, the daughter, and the son. And that is a, uh, a story arc from the Clone Wars. The father represents the balance of the force the sun is the dark side of the force and the daughter is the light side of the force. And there's a mural on the wall and the empire has been studying the mural, trying to figure out like what its importance is. And Ezra goes up to the mural and he puts his hand up on the wall and uses the force and moves parts of the mural to move the hands on the mural and then it opens a portal. And then there's a wolf on the bottom of the wall. The wolf runs over to another part of the wall and then more wolves are there and they go in a circle. And Ezra puts his hand on the circle and he falls through the wall and then he enters and he like loses consciousness and then he wakes up. And he is in the middle of space. Oh my God, I'm catching up on chat. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm still I'm still waiting for the part is where this thing comes from. Okay, right. so we're about Ezra, to get to Ezra falls into space. He wakes, he loses consciousness and he wakes up. And he's on this like bridge. And so imagine you're standing in the middle of a galaxy in pitch black with stars everywhere. And then there's a bridge and he's on the bridge and the bridge. It's like Mario Kart where you're on, uh, on the rainbow path, right there. There's nothing around you. And so he's walking across this like empty pathway and he's hearing voices from the force, different Jedi telling him things. Um, and then He's walking down these paths and he's in the world between worlds, but he doesn't know that he's there. And so he goes to these different portals. You get to the end of the paths and there's these portals. They're big windows and they're shaped like whatever, whatever the, whatever the portal leads you to. So there's a portal that leads to um, the temple on Malachor and it's triangular shaped because that temple was shaped like a triangle and it was a Sith temple. There's another portal that is circular and has different, um, different images on it that resemble Lothal, like wolves or different patterns. There's another circle that has whales on it, Purgle. And those are also in Rebels and they're also in Ahsoka. And so basically you have these different windows that lead to different places. 
these windows lead to different places and different times. So the world between worlds is a pathway in which you can go through time or through space to travel to different places or different events in time. And so Ezra goes to the window in, in Rebels into the window where he watches Ahsoka battling Darth Vader on the temple at Malachor. And Ahsoka sacrificed herself and pushed Ezra out of the temple as it was closing so that she could fight Darth Vader. So she sacrificed herself to save Ezra. Well, Ezra's watching this through the portal and he reaches through and he grabs Ahsoka. He doesn't realize that he can reach through. He thinks he's just watching. And then he watches Vader about to attack her and he says, Ahsoka! And he reaches through and grabs her and pulls her out, pulls her through the portal. And then she physically comes through the portal into the world between worlds. And then she asks Ezra what is happening. And she says, where's Kanan? And Ezra says, you've missed a lot. Kanan's gone. And so Ezra realizes that he is in the future and looking back at a previous moment because he, he knows it was in the past, but then after he pulls a soak out, he realizes that event happened in the past and he's talking to Ahsoka from a previous time. So then Ahsoka mentions that it's like, she says, it's almost like a world between worlds. And that's where it gets the name from. And then they kind of piece together that there are different portals and that they can travel between time and between different places through this world. So is it kind of like Marvel's version of the multiverse? Exactly. That's exactly what it is. Huh. And this and and so in Rebels, after Ezra pulls uh, Ahsoka out, he goes, they keep walking down another path, and they go to the moment where Kanan sacrificed himself. And Ezra says, I can save Kanan like I saved you. And Ahsoka tells him, if you save Kanan, then his sacrifice will be gone and all of you will die. And so she kind of hits him with the lesson of like, you can't meddle with time. Holy shit, pick six by Patrick Mahomes. Sorry. You can't meddle with time because if you meddle with time, it will change what happens, right? So you, if you go back in time, that if you try to change what happened, it's going to affect the future. And, and so the power could be like a dark power, right? You go back and try to change something and it messes other things up. Uh, the butterfly effect, right? If you change a previous event, it will affect future events and you don't, that movie was fucking weird. It was fucking weird, yes. But if you change things that happened in the past, it will ripple into the future, and you don't know how it will affect the future. And so don't don't mess with the past. Yeah, I know the space. I've learned in much sci-fi that the space-time continuum is something you don't really want to fuck with. But, but so the idea is with the world between worlds, you can look through the past, but you can also look through the future 
and you can see what has happened and what will happen. Or you could use the world between worlds to travel from one place to another in current time without actually having to physically travel so long as you can enter an access point to the world within worlds and then go out of another access point mm. to another location, right? And so I think the general thought is that the different portals in the world between worlds will be in Force-sensitive planets where there are lots of Force-sensitive beings or temples or whatever, right? So you're saying this series has opened Star Wars up to all kinds of shit. So there's been a lot of speculation about Ahsoka, the show, and, and, and how they will integrate the world between worlds based on the trailer and a lot of the images from the initial trailers. And so I'm not going to spoil anything if you have not seen episodes one through four, but I mean, you're an idiot if you think that the world between worlds is not going to be in this show because it is. But I, I think the, the general consensus amongst the Star Wars fandom is that don't make this the Marvel multiverse confusing as hell. <laughs> And I don't, I don't think that. Really, you find the multiverse confusing as hell. I wish Bones was here right now. Because I, I actually was still, I quit reading comics many years ago. But I, the last major storyline that I actually read was Secret, the new Secret Wars that that they did that they're basing the new Avengers movies on. So I was familiar with how the multiverse worked and I found it interesting. And I, I thought it was going to be interesting when Marvel started it, but they've kind of gone in it. Like this latest phase of, again, side tangent, this latest phase of Marvel movies I've been not incredibly happy with. So with the multiverse and star Wars, the problem is if you think about star Wars and the stories of star Wars, it's one linear pathway, right? One linear pathway of stories. If you take the if you take the world between worlds and you take your pathway and then someone's like, "Hey, guess what? We're going to go off on this tangent and then we're going to go like this." And so hopefully we're gonna, So we're hopefully, basically going to go change some shit. Right. And and if you've watched Loki the show, oh, oh yeah. Right? So the whole point of like the I can't remember what they were called, the time police or whatever, right? If you so if you fucked with the the progression of the story, the time police would come in and they would just erase you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like this. you you can't tangent off the story or they're just going to delete you. <laughs> and so they opened the drawer and there was a shitload of infinity gems sitting there. I was like, "Holy shit. <laughs> People give zero fucks." <laughs> the sacred timeline crafting way set. Oh, that was great. God, I love that Loki show. That was so oh my god. I've I've so, the so like the criticism is like the the story of Star Wars is linear. And if you start to go off tangent with the stories, the, the average viewer is gonna be like, What? What the hell is happening? Like I I don't understand this. And cool so they want to change some shit. Go ahead. I mean 
Do what you got to do. Play with the story. Have some fun. I, I think what is more interesting is that not changing what happened in the past to screw with future events, but more so the world between worlds can lead you from one place to another quickly through hyperspace without losing time. And it can open up another galaxy. Yeah, like I've always right? kind of wanted to know why was there 10 tons of rusted military surplus junk sitting on Jakku? You know, kind of just a question I always wanted to know. So a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, oh, for what, about the, what about the galaxy next to that galaxy? And so that is what the world between worlds is exciting. Like that's why it's exciting to me because if you've read the new Thrawn books, the Ascendancy trilogy, there is there is the unknown regions that the normal Star Wars galaxy has not explored. And that is like a world of stories that they could tell that is not related to the Skywalker saga, right? Is a whole world, a whole galaxy full of stories that we know nothing about that has nothing to do with Skywalker or somehow Palpatine returned. You know, you know what? This is, again, complete side topic tangent, but this is something that I've always thought about and always thought would have been wicked cool, is if a very large Imperial fleet with a Super Star Destroyer happened to hit like a fucking wormhole and just ends up in a different place, different time, you don't know where, and it ends up in the fucking Star Trek universe. <laughs> shows up there, and Captain Jean-Luc Picard pulls up in his little Enterprise and looks at that and goes, yo, homie, we out. Um, can I get Starfleet Command, like, on the I red can... phone immediately? And then I'm going to watch this fleet, this massive Imperial fleet, just run, just rain fucking hell. Just decimate on Star Trek. Just, just <laughs> rain down. Complete. I, I've had this debate with some some Trek, some people that friends of mine that are Trekkie fans, and you know what they always come up, come at me with? Well, the, the Borg. The Borg will show up, and I'm like, dude, fuck your Borg. You know how many fighters we have? Stop <laughs> it. Hey, <laughs> like, we got the Enterprise again. You know how many fighters we have? Bombers, interceptors, fighters, small cruisers, large cruisers, star destroyers, super star destroyers. Just stop. Just stop talking. <laughs> if anybody there in chat disagrees with me and wants to fuck with me on this topic, please. But I'm sorry. I hold firm. I've I have I have thought about that for goddamn it 30 years. What the fuck would happen if an imperial large imperial fleet met Star Trek? I I'm sorry, I think they're going down. That's just me. Let's go to uh viewer questions. I got I got you right here. I think we had a few. Okay, so first one is from E-Ray Crafting Way. All right, lads. Next GL is up. JMK. Let's hear them mods. Uh, all right, Jim Master Kenobi, hold on. I, I, can, I can tell you I'm going to follow suit and with my normal GL modding strategy, not speed mods. 
My JMK has a an offense set and a health set. With the speed arrow, an offense triangle, a tenacity cross, and a protection circle. Hey, fellas, how you doing? How much longer you got? Couple uh, minutes. In viewer right. questions, how is that pick six, buddy? Yeah, yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> Dude, pick... I called that out live on the show. Uh, I'll... Oh shit! Pick six. I, I want to see how many, what the stats are of how many Mahomes throws that have been intercepted that were tipped by the fucking wide receivers. Hey, I... man, happens to the best of them. Even happened to Tom Brady, the goat. Oh yeah, I know. I know. I'm not mad. Uh, it's a good game. I mean, win or lose, I'm not going to be real mad, but um, it's a good game. I actually have a speed health set, to be honest, but okay. my, my triangle is is very good for speed, um, crit chance, and it's a crit damage primary. So um, my crit chance and crit damage is really good on Mike Nomi. He's 560, so he's fairly fast. Is he uh, Relic 7 or Relic 8? Or... He's Relic 8. You never, okay, mine's, never put him Mine on. is Relic 7. And he's five eighteen speed. Uh, what's what's your physical offense? Uh, ten thousand four hundred forty-four. Eleven four fifty-one at relic seven. My Kenobi slaps pretty hard. I I had him. I had him geared up for offense for the crankor, so that's what I did. And I, I, just, I wanted him fast, and I wanted him doing good crit damage because I mean he just he does what I want him to do. I don't feel like I need to kind of I don't know offensive sets. I, I like reserving those for for roster depth. Whereas with a GL, they're going to gain mastery depending on their kit. And I just generally go, I want them, I want them fast enough. And I mean, they're going to do their damage. I went for offense over crit damage because in the world of mirror matches, you cannot crit any, any Galactic Republic characters with protection up. That is true. So I wanted base offense, which is why I did that. That is true. Oh, that mirror match. Uh, secondary question from Crafting Way bonus tune this time. How do you believe cats should be modded? Oh shit! Speed. I think mine has a speed set. I'm gonna say speed. now, whole boy's gonna make me go look. I think I have an offensive set on mine. To be honest, I don't. I know she people. Gets so many, she gets so many bonus attacks. I just never. Oh no, she's health and speed. I stand corrected. Yeah, mine's health and speed. Mine's three forty six. My speed is relatively low because I kind of. She doesn't her. have to be super fast, she but like I'm at 325, I feel like that's fine. Yeah, she doesn't have to be super fast, but I don't intentionally make her slow. I know some people make her slow. I don't agree with that strategy. Don't they do that for mirrors? Like they are. Why do they do that? I don't. I, I don't know if I understand that. I don't know the answer to that. I, I think Pico Burrito. Maybe said something about it, or I know last week um, Solo said something about it. Like, don't have a slow cat. Like, it doesn't make sense. And I, I'm kind of of that same way. I don't understand why you'd make her slow. Oh yeah, and a quick shout out to Pico. I maybe 
may be misspeaking, but I'm pretty sure when I told, I know he's sick. I just don't know if it was COVID or not. I, it might be, but um, he actually uh, powered through the last episode of HNN. So also check them out. But um, you know, just pull through, man. Hope, hope you're feeling better. You think about it, Pico. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't. You could tell. You could tell he was sick when he was doing his show. But they put on a good show, and he powered through it. So good for him. Uh, Crafty Way also asks a food question. How do the hosts like their ribs? Dry rub or saucy? Do you like to slap them on the grill or smoke them? Do you like beef or pork ribs better? Um, well, to be 100% honest, when I do a rack of ribs, I put like, you know, I I think I've got like five or six different rubs. You know, some are barbecue, some are a different kind of garlic, some are, you know, different. But mm-hmm. I will definitely put a very nice layer of rub on both ends of the ribs. I yep. actually bake them in the oven for about 20, 25 to 30 minutes, somewhere in there. Then you do up a barbecue sauce of your choice, season it, you know, try different barbecue sauces, come up with a concoction you like, throw the fucker on the grill, let it keep cooking, let it crisp up a little, keep putting the barbecue sauce on it. Um, prop your lid open by five inches, let that barbecue sauce caramelize, and bang, that meat falls off the bone. I I prefer a dry rub. Um, oh, I are you looking at the Twitch stream? I, it's we're not getting the alerts, but we're getting like new follows and new chats. Are we? No, I'm yeah. not seeing that. Usually, usually Bob is on 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 duty with that. God so. damn it, Bob and his Chiefs. Yeah, I blame the Chiefs. I blame the um, Chiefs too. But so I I I missed who just subbed and or or first time chatted. But please please comment. Um, so Logan can look through and, and uh, respond while I'm going through the viewer questions here. Um, but oh, yeah, let me, uh, Chief for, suck, get on the air, Bones from Crafting Way. Hey, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> for, wow, for, you've got like new viewers and first-time chatters. Do you know how to look? Like, where where are they? Um, you probably can't see it, but I can. Um, board well, of, you can't see it if you're watching Patrick fucking Mahomes. I know tonight's gonna. I mean. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not okay, so my my ribs. I prefer pork ribs. I do like beef ribs if they're slow cooked and then taken off the bone and shredded into other stuff. Oh, but shit. I I prefer pork ribs. I will do the three two one method usually on the smoker or on the grill. Um, if I'm really lazy, I'll throw them in the oven because it's easier and just slow cook them in the oven. But I like the three, two, one method with a dry rub, and then obviously like the last hour with the sauce on there if you want it. Sometimes I will open it and not put sauce if the rub's really good and you just want a nice bark. There you go, Bob. You still there? Motherfucker! Another commercial. All right, I'm going on to the next question. It's uh, from Drew. You know, for the first time. Uh, person i apologize because bob was supposed to do that and he went back to patrick Mahomes. so drew next question is from drew what's the best way to cook scrambled egg i'm sorry repeat that what is the best way to cook scrambled eggs well again there's i've seen two different ways you can cook them it, most people in this country don't like it the, done the way the french do um 
more people like it the English way, where it's fluffy and um, a lot of places in uh, France and different recipes that I've I've seen. It's actually it's I don't want to say more watery, but it's not it's not fluffy. It's more like a it kind of almost reminds me of applesauce. That sounds disgusting. Yeah, well, you know, it's, <laughs> I'm not a big egg person, but if I make scrambled eggs, I'll put however many eggs I want in the bowl. I'll splash a little milk in there, scramble them up, pour them into the hot pan, and then add whatever toppings I want. I don't ever eat plain scrambled eggs. That's gross to me. No, see, I'm not a big plain scramble egg fan either. If anything, dude, I'll, I'll sh- man, you put a mean fucking omelet in front of me, and I'm I'm all over it. Ash browns and a Western omelet? Yep, count me in. And then Drew Drew responded to your response on the server and said, should have put a disclaimer on that question. Bones cannot answer the Waffle House way. <laughs> no, Bones can't. I don't. Like, I don't. I need to like I need to kidnap Bones and his wife for like a week and take them to some really decent restaurants and show them like what food could be. Like I almost feel like that should be a mission in life at some point. Like maybe maybe that should be my next um attempted free to play goal that I just save up all the money and kidnap those two and feed them. No, it's a terrible idea. I'm not going to do that. Next but, question is from Jelly Fox. If you had the option to go ahead and trade back an Omicron, would you? And then it says, uh, e.g. Boosh Omi, once the crate raid is done. I feel like that's too, that, that's too simple of an answer. I've I said like- it in previous episodes, I'm not going to trade that back because it's made my my Java runs easier and it's yeah. given, given me extra time and it was worth the spend. And I, th- I feel like eventually we all knew it was going to happen. Yeah, of course. So that, that I'm not, not going to stress too much. I do remember reading this question, and God damn it, I had an answer. Now I'm kind of... There, there is one that I feel yeah. like I don't, I don't need that I could take back, and it is the Starkiller special where he clears debuffs. Or, sorry, clears buffs. I feel like I don't need that Omicron. Like Starkiller will do his job without it, and I could take that one back. First order TIE fighter pilot. Yeah, I never did that one because I, I wish I could all. take it back. I wish I could take it back. It now sits on sits on my bench. It doesn't do shit. And then, like, do you think a reasonable a reasonable trade back would be a whole Omicron for ten materials? Like not getting the whole thing back. Think of two tunes right now. I would probably do that with Zam and First Order Tie Fighter Pilot. Oh, see, I like Zam. I still think Zam boosts the. How? Where? With what? It's just annoying because they're all so much faster. That's good for offense, but I feel like bounty hunters do what they need to do without that. I mean, it's a nice bonus. It's an insurance policy, but it's... It's an extra thing to think about. I understand your point, but I, I would leave Zams on. Like, here's an Omicron I've actually slacked on, and it, it's weird. Sometimes if you don't see it, especially in the back, and you haven't planned for it, 
sometimes Tuscans in 3v3, man, if you don't have a team that does good AOE, that is a pain in the dick. I and have looking both. through your roster going, nope, no AOE. Nope, nope, nope. I have, drop, I have, drop, I have drop. both the Tuscan Omicrons, and I enjoy them. I need to see what people use against them, but I enjoy putting them down. If you don't know what you're doing, it is awful. It's it's dreadful. It's absolutely awful. Actually, one of my 3v3 rounds, I lost because of that. Because it was in the back wall. I didn't I did scout him out. It wasn't in his history in 3v3 and went, okay, you know, and then I saw it there and went, oh motherfucker. I didn't plan for that. Next question is from Aussie Mike. Thoughts on what Leia's ultimate is going to be? Dude, that's a really good question. I've actually given this some thought, and to be 100% honest, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean... I imagine it to be something similar to Jedi Master Luke, where he grants like a bonus to the team, and then all of a sudden they're just like potent and their offense is like through the roof and it makes me think that because during crumbs video he said something about three tanks right so like, survive 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 and then yeah boom. and we are yeah we already know that drogan is gonna put out the fucking hurt like that dude is gonna put out the pain oh yeah the rest of it is gonna be durability and then r2 stunning and burning everybody it's just gonna be outrageous Trying to catch up to Chopper. And you and you know Leia's kit is going to have more offensive bonuses to Drogon. And he's just going to be fucking murking people. Yeah. All right, next me, question is from... Hold on, hold on, let me go back to that one, one thing. Um, Crumb did say one other thing. He did say something about the two other tanks that could go with this team and... Old Ben and Kanan. Yeah, you know, I, I want him to be wrong because I'm sorry. I'm I'm starting the movement right now. <laughs> God fucking damn it. I want it, I want one of the tanks to be Stormtrooper Han. Uh, I, I like that. I, I think I like the fact that when he taunts, when you hit him, your team gets twenty I think it's twenty five percent turn meter every time he takes damage. And at the start of his turn, each each uh, enemy unit potentially can lose, I think, 10%. Something to that effect. He has some weird ability that they gain TM and he removes TM. I mean, old Ben, what is he What is he really bringing you? He's bringing you that one wave. Like, woo, that's it. That's all he's... What the fuck is he doing? These are not that's the it. droids you're looking for. Exactly. That's it. He's going to mind fuck you and go about his merry way. And probably die. He doesn't hit very hard. He he's gonna collapse into his robe. That's what he's gonna do. Like I just I don't I don't see where I don't see how he fits into that team. So I'm I'm starting a movement. God damn it! I hope all the viewers, everybody gets with me on this. Stormtrooper Han needs to be on the last squad. He's one of my favorite tunes. I am, I'm on no fucking shit, dude. Glad I get some support. Here we I'm go. On Let's start like, I don't have a reason to relic him yet, but I can't wait to get like a sauna team or something, GLA or whatever, where he's useful somewhere. Not hold the trigger. I have been waiting for a reason to put him to relic nine. 
I love that character. I, I do. I love that character. Also, I want to bring it. Also, one of my favorite I, toys ever was the Stormtrooper and Luke uh, figures with the removable helmet. Like I, Those were like my favorite figures as a kid. Those were cool. I do remember those. And just the idea of them in the Stormtrooper outfits. You know what I mean? It's, it's cool. Next question is from CS Wins. Thanks as always, fellas. To weigh in on Ahsoka characters in game, I think the big ones we'll see are uh, a version of Sabine, Balin, Merrick as an Inquisitor, uh, and Shin thus far. I would have guessed Thrawn or Ahsoka, but with the reskinning of the old tunes, I don't think that makes much sense, which is a bit unfortunate because I loved Thrawn's, uh, Thrawn's rebel model. If you could change one thing about Swiggo, what would it be? I.e. adjusting drop rates, Zeta is only costing 10 mats, etc. Stop stop charging us to move fucking mods around. I think making Conquest less time-consuming. Like, it's all about if you have the characters, factions, or whatever, but, like, reduce the time consumption of conquest like i understand if you don't want us to cheese it but make it so you either do it or you don't like don't make me do it 20 times like make me do it five times so that i don't have to do it over and over and over again i i feel like that would be enjoyable for me okay next question from cs wins and because i missed uh, crafting way did say accelerating ship farms. That's a good point too. Mm, that's a very yeah. good point. Yeah, accelerating ship farms. I'm 100 on board with that. I agree. I agree. Goddamn Sith assassin ship. That goddamn fucking thing to farm that fucking thing. Ugh, it was terrible. Uh, CS wins also asked because I missed food questions last week. Here's two. One. Oh, what shit. are some of your go-to sushi rolls? For the guys who like sushi. Ooh. Do you eat sushi? I do. Regularly. I love sushi. Oh, my God. There, to me, there is nothing better than going to a nice, pl- a nice um, Asian restaurant, getting some sushi, hot sake. Because I, I know some people don't like it, but hot sake is fucking amazing with Asian food. It is just so fucking good. Um, <laughs> I would have to say there's definitely, uh, there's some crab, uh, some crab meat, um, avocado, cream cheese wrapped up, deep fried, um, put a little wasabi on that and God fucking damn. That's, um, see, I don't, I'm not a fan of the hot sushi rolls or like the cooked, uh, tempura, uh, shrimp oh. or, or whatever. I, I prefer the cold sushi rolls. Okay, so you, you like the, the, the raw salmon kind of rice rolled up. Okay, no, those are if, good too. If you huh. go to a nice sushi restaurant, I will prefer sashimi over sushi because I think I enjoy just like the one taste of whatever fish or seafood you're eating. Actually, one of the best sashimis that I've ever had was octopus. It was delicious. Oh shit! Yeah. See uh, the 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 sushi thing. I didn't even get into until again. I was stationed in Hawaii, and those yeah. places were everywhere. 
and I just said, screw it. You know what? It's raw fish, seaweed, rice, whatever. I'm going to give this shit a shot. And my God, I I think one of the, one of the, everyone, everyone had said to me, the first thing you're going to try, go easy. Just do a California roll. See if you like it. I tried it, dipped it in some soy sauce, and I went, yo, what? This I don't, is a, I don't this dip is my sushi in soy sauce. I, I eat the sushi plain. However, it's rolled and served. And then I will eat ginger in between to cleanse the palate. But I don't ever dip it in the soy. Do you like, eel, sauce? Do you like eel sauce? If it's part of the roll, yeah. Okay. But I, I like I won't I don't ever dip my sushi rolls in sauce. Uh, right. and, and CS wins second food question, which is better, flapjacks or crepes? All right, you know what? I read this question, and I don't even think it's a question. <laughs> I think the answer is blatantly apparent. I mean, I'm, I think Yvonne already knows what I'm going to say. You're going to say flapjacks. All day, twice on Sunday. The floor is yours, sir. I don't even know why that's a question. I think what the hell is a crepe? It's like I a tortilla we, shell. You want to put some cooked chicken in it? I don't even like it's. I, I think we need to bring Ricky Ricky Bobby in for this. Ricky Bobby. <laughs> I I do enjoy a crepe, but I've never made crepes, and I would rather have pancakes. I've never heard them called flapjacks. I take that back. I've heard them called flapjacks. Personally, I've never called them flapjacks. They're just pancakes, um, but. I like a pancake with some chocolate chips and a heavy side of bacon. Um, you had me at side of bacon. So I'll next, it. next question is from Sardukar. Has anyone ever tried putting chocolate milk mix into goat milk? <laughs> You know, I, before, I, I, before I, you do just, I do just want to say, I do listen to other content creators, and I swear to God, they get some really, and I'm, I'm not bitching, I'm just saying, they get some really in-depth, like, Swiggo questions, and I feel like Ava and I are like master chefs just talking about fucking food at the end of every goddamn show. But the, the cool. best part of, I mean, the I, best I, part I, of this question is, motherfuckers, it's okay. The best part of this question is Pico Burrito's response. (laughs) (laughs) You can't remember what it was, too. So I read the previous question, and you were answering, and I was reading the question. So if you rewind like two minutes when I laughed out loud, it's because I read Pico's response. Oh, shit. He said, for fuck's sake, man, put a warning on that shit. (laughs) (laughs) And then then Bodhi puts up the gif of Jedi Master Luke from episode eight drinking that blue space cow milk stuff. (laughs) I don't even know how to answer that question. Have you ever had goat milk is the first question. What what was the first question we got on such a side tangent? What was Have it? you ever tried putting chocolate milk mix into goat milk? No, I no. What? Why the fuck would I even? No. Next question. I don't even know why. No. 
I've not oh. drank goat milk, so the answer is no. I've had goat cheese, but never goat milk. All right, you know why I've never drank fucking goat milk? Because I don't have to. Because I can go to a Stewart's or a Cumberland Farms or a Mobile Station or a Hannaford or a Price Chopper, and I can buy fucking milk. That's why I don't do goat milk. So I personally don't drink milk, so. I don't drink milk either, but if I need it for like a, a recipe or something, then yeah, I buy it, but. Good lord. What's what what's the next chef question? Are we making fucking you <laughs> know next, ravioli next? The next, the next question is from Aussie Mike. With old Rex, Phoenix have become a great team. For the newer players, would you suggest they take the team to relics? How soon and what level relics? The- I think the question depends on is your Rex seven star relics if he's not you can leave him at three stars and just have him boost the squad and use them i mean unless you, the phoenix are in a weird place like you can get thrawn with them at 12 you don't I mean need i did i did it like gear 10 and yeah, gear 11 yeah you don't even have to bring them past that the thing is the phoenix aren't used for anything else now if you're going for leia and you have to put old man Rex to seven. Yeah, maybe you might want to have Phoenix to do other things in the game with Rex. You just don't have a random Phoenix. I mean, yeah, you could plug him in with other rebels and he he will he'll do some work, but not as much as he would with Phoenix. The problem with Phoenix is there's no benefit other than two ships to really do anything more with them. Right. Yeah, you eventually want to put resources into them. Yeah, I mean, to me, if you're going to Relic Atone, you don't stop till you hit Relic 5. That's the philosophy I go by. If you're mm-hmm. a lower account, maybe 3. You know, it, it depends I, where you are in the game. I take them to 3, and then if I want to take them to 5 through intention of use through PvP, I will do that. But if you take them to 3, then they can sit there and you can take them to five easily if the data crowns require it or if the game modes require it. Okay. But it depends it depends how much signal data you have and what you want to put your resources that's, into. That's the that's the big thing. And I'm really hoping um and this I think this would motivate people because obviously CG wants to push players into the position of we want you to go after the newest stuff. So they're supposed to do another tiered to uh, Endor Escalation. I mean, yep. why not make it for, like, signal data? Something different. Chirotech. Something, you know. The other, If you have Java, that gave you shit tons of mod material. What about this one? Make it, make yeah. it signal data. Make it, and that, that would push players to go, oh, shit. So if I get this legend, my signal data is going is going to improve exponentially. If it's the same level that Jabba gets you so many mod materials, that getting Leia gets you so many signal data, like so much signal data that you can use it, like that it makes you go, wow, that's a lot. Yeah. How many players would then shift track to go for the newest thing? If they do that, the newest Endor Escalation tier. I agree. And I kind of think that's where they're they're going to head. Like like for me personally, I hope they do because 
even at the higher end, signal data is it's still a bitch, right? Would, it's, it's still a bitch. It's still a bitch, and that would excite me very much. Um, crafting way is with the next comment, and he's talking about different Ahsoka characters that uh, he would like to see, and he said a lot of the same ones that we talked about already, but one he mentioned that we didn't talk about, he says, give us Carson Tiva, the old or the new Republic pilot with the resistance tag and a ship to boost up the Radis fleet. He's been popping up through the Disney plus shows and I've grown to like him. Why, why do you need to boost up the Radis fleet? Because it needs to counter Leviathan. It already does. <laughs> with three ships. It already does. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, but I think I think Carson Carson Tiva is is a good choice. That would be interesting. Um, next question is from Sardokar. Uh, they asked anyone having any luck with a levy comp for Geonosis fleet battle. I think they meant to say uh, Rise of the Empire. That's the um, only thing I find upsetting about the Leviathan. Was hoping it would beat this damn fleet mission. I'm not gonna lie, dude. I'm I'm in the same boat with you. I try and I'm like, what what in God's green earth? What I is that? Failed. I don't like, I don't I know. I literally what... thought when they came out with this fleet, this was gonna be the answer to that mission. And you go in there and you get your shit pushed in. <laughs> it's huge. <laughs> you don't even get a turn, it's stupid. You, you just get absolutely decimated. It it's <laughs> I mean, the fleet is kind of slow to begin with. I mean, if you ever go up against a profundity, you're going to win, but mm-hmm. profundity takes its turn. But in this mission, man, you're you're just it's it's ridiculous. So I mean, yeah, that sucks. I was I was hoping that was going to be the answer, but nope. So I mean, I'm sure everybody's restarring that sector so don't even bother <laughs> exactly don't bother uh so the final viewer question is from brill council and the question is with today's update bausch gets accelerated and they're saying drops 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 dot 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 what do you expect to see from CG to attempt to help folks with the new marquee tunes? Will the last three finally get nodes to farm shards from? We Boosh kind of gets, already touched on that, but Boosh gets accelerated. Oh, you mean the like the bonus drop thing for the month? No, so like if you farm her on the hard node, instead of one shard, you get two shards. Oh. I mean, that's really good for people that are going after Java. Outstanding. Um, yeah. But what was the yeah. what was the rest of the question? There was more. Um, do you expect CG to attempt to help folks with the new marquee tunes? No. Yeah, no, I also, I also no, say no. Yeah, they already did that. They gave uh, they gave random double drops, which they never do. And they gave everybody an opportunity to hop on, spend some crystals, buy mm-hmm. some shit, and mm-hmm. get a jump start on Leia. Because I'm, I'm telling you right now, Leia in the upcoming six months 
to eight months is going to be very important in this game. Raid, resources, I mean, GAC activity. So it's, I mean, the writing's on the wall. CG's been doing it for a while. A lot of people neglected uh, Inquisitors. What happened? They were needed. <laughs> They've, you know, a lot of people have neglected other shit. It, it, guess what? It was needed. Java. Some people didn't go, oh, well, you know, okay, Java, I'm going to go after this GL first. Well, you look at how much Java's needed now. I mean, this the, the writing's on the wall. Leia is the new is the new toy. That's what CG wants you to get. And they're going to incentivize you to get it with different events and ways to get resources. And I <laughs> I swear to God. Uh, can you imagine if it is if, if that extra tier on Endor escalation is signal data? That let let I would love to see if there's data on how many people change course. The only thing that would be equally as good would be if it was gear to keypads, droid brains, and impulse detectors and arrow magnifiers. Like those things are equally as valuable as signal data, I think. Also, I am catching up on chat because when I go to read through the view, I do not read the chat. And thank you to everyone who talked about food and food and food. And uh, Crafting Way called me a sushi purist, which I agree with. I am a purist. What the fuck is a sushi purist? You either eat it or you don't. Yeah, but I don't dip it in sauce and I eat the ginger afterwards to cleanse the palate so you can taste the next piece. Dude, I don't dip all my sauce either and I don't use ginger to cleanse my palate. It's called hot sake and then I go for the next piece. Please defend yourself because I'm judging you so fucking hard right now. I don't dip every <laughs> sushi roll I get in the sauce. There's some that uh, I read the recipe and I go, okay, that should be eaten as is. But I don't do ginger. Like, hey, pass me my little ceramic cup with hot sake and I shoot it, cleanse the palate, and we go on to the next bite. I do prefer the fresh ginger over the pickled ginger. I don't do either or. <laughs> I love I love ginger. It's delicious. I actually made dinner tonight and put diced ginger in it. Korean, uh, be- Korean beef that? wraps. Uh, where's Bob at? Are you here, Bob? Yes, I am. I'm here. Okay, you are here. I meant by rock. I just sat down. Tricky tricks with TA one Mark Mark six interceptor scythe, reinforced defender, gauntlet starfighter, and tie burner. Tie bomber. No, I, I I know. I'm 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 still trying to figure out what the hell he's asking. So you're you're basically using the um. Oh, is that he's counter talking, he's talking about for that mission? He's talking about That's, phase yeah. one mission. Yeah. So dark side phase one, you're using the executor instead of the Leviathan, but you're using cast. It looks like. Oh, Vine, you said what sorcery do you use? That is sorcery if you're beating that. I have heard fleets like that are working, but I heard it. I have. I, I don't know if. I mean, I've heard it's RNG dependent. So, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Bob, how you feeling about this game, man? Swaga or no, this game? Uh, it's scary, man. I'm sweating. 
Uh, but you know what? Honestly, it's we're beating ourselves. These fucking wide receivers aren't catching anything. And so when you see when you see Mahomes' stats tomorrow, it's not him. He's putting them on right in their hands, and they're throwing. Oh them man, up in the I'm air. gonna have to. I'm gonna have to sit on the couch and watch the end of this. Yeah, so let's wrap no, this up, I've boys. Been, uh, I've been look. I've, I do. I've, I've been peeking my head over, and you're you're not running very efficiently on offense. But then again, neither is Detroit. Your defense has actually been doing some work. Yeah, they're missing Jones, though. I can tell. Um, because I think this would be. Well, yeah, they're missing Jones, but you're missing Kelsey more. Yeah. You don't have that middle of the middle of the field, third and five, third but and I'm seven. But I'm telling you, man, Mahomes is getting them in there, and there's been about six drops. And Kadarius Tony has three, and that dude has the best hands I've ever seen on somebody. So, dude, it's also awesome. a bum. He's a bum. <laughs> Giants wish they kept him. Um, it's it's week one, Super Bowl champs, Lombardi Trophy. Come on, it's you're gonna be all right. And honestly, Travis Kelsey probably could have played. I agree if they kept him out. Same here. And I even do. if they have to keep him up another couple weeks, I mean, I kind of want them to see what it's like without him. You know? I don't know if I go in the next couple of weeks. You have the third hardest schedule in the NFL. My medical profession, my medical advice, my in my professional opinion, Kelsey should be out two weeks, maybe four weeks if you're being conservative, if it truly is a brain with his hyperextension and i'm gonna i'm gonna like go into these these like web pages the like chief fans and i'm gonna say hey dr avant doc says that uh it's gonna be about three weeks on the on the leg guys well, that's that's dr avant phd motherfucker, get that right <laughs> what do you what do you think docs means in avant docs right i think you've told Von us but i don't remember i'm gonna be honest mm-hmm I, yeah, I honestly don't remember either. I kind of made it oh, up. Docs. I'm sorry. I just realized what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That make, okay, good job. Oh, my God in heaven. Go back to the Chiefs game. You are a doctor. Yeah, so are yeah. you guys ready to wrap this up? Because I'm ready to go back. Yeah, yeah no, let's, we're, 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 uh, I think we've covered everything. Um, Folks. Let, let's wrap it up and raid someone. There's one other Swiggo creator. Oh, yeah. Dude. No, no. We need. Did we get raided? I don't uh, think we that, did. I don't that's a bones it. question. No, I don't see a raid. I don't think so. We only got one follow, er, and that was Borgie Man. Thank you, Borgie oh, Man. Okay. Still hey, thank you, Borgie Man. Thank you very much. Um, okay, so let me pull up something. I think your guys' face will disappear here. Uh, Twitch. Okay, thank you to all the listeners for tuning in tonight on uh, NFL opening night and uh, hanging out with us. Um, we look forward to chatting with you guys next week. Um, and as always, put some good questions into the Discord. Maybe, no. may, maybe like less food questions or or more. I really enjoy them. <laughs> I do too. I don't mind talking about food. I just, you know, I do. I listen to other content creators sometimes, and they get these re- like really in depth swiggle questions, and I go, "Man, I, I would answer that per- like perfectly." And then I get, "Hey, guys." How would you cook like a cow's tongue on medium heat outside in a fire pit? And I'm like, motherfucker, that's not what I'm looking for. But I mean, we love you guys. Do what you do. Holy shit. I mean, I feel like that scene in Indiana Jones and the Temple of the Doom. They open up the snake and all the baby ones come out. You know, it's like, you know, they ask for soup, eyeballs are in it. So, you know, just the weird chef. Well, just the Swedish chef. Furman, Gerben. All right, so.
Um, everybody, thank you that have hung out with us. Um, sorry, Bob couldn't be here for the whole show, but he is a fan. Yeah, I'm, so, and I'm everyone, sorry, fellas. It was the first day of NFL and Chiefs, so I had to do it. Yeah, and everyone hang tight. We're going to raid someone if you want to hang tight for the raid. Yeah, no, definitely. Hang tight for the raid, absolutely. Thank you once again. We are out until next th Yeah, Thursday. Fuck, because now we do Tuesdays, too, for NFL. <laughs> next Thursday, we'll be back. Hopefully, we have more news. Woohoo! Peace. All right, love you all. Peace.